Jane would have been allowed time off from that job either. What in hell did Jane think she was playing at? Tony sighed deeply and reached for her drink. This wasn't the first time Jane had let her down in one way or another. This was 100% vintage Jane. Back in high school, Jane had gained a reputation for being unreliable simply by making promises she forgot the instant something or someone more interesting grabbed her attention. From the sound of things, Jane was still crashing through life in exactly the same way, without a thought for anyone or anything but herself and the mood she happened to be in at that particular moment. So who or what was it this time? Tony wondered as she ran a finger down the list of street names. A handsome face, the promise of more money and a better job, or knowing Jane, had she simply woken up one morning, realized she'd made yet another promise she couldn't keep, and decided she needed a change of scenery before all hell broke loose. Although if Jane had just taken off to avoid whatever it was she couldn't or didn't want to deal with, why bother to leave a forwarding address with her previous employer? Except she hadn't. At least, not exactly. And certainly not the way a normal person would have done. Tony did a quick replay of her conversation with the assistant manager of the Paris Hotel. The woman had said she'd called Jane in the hope she could convince her to change her mind about quitting. Jane wasn't interested, so whether the bad connection had been real or engineered, when the woman asked about her new employer was anyone's guess. Trouble on the line sounded just like something Jane would stage to avoid giving answers to awkward questions. Tony glanced down at the crowded sidewalks below the steps. If she could just ask someone for directions. But her knowledge of the French language didn't go much beyond oui, non, et merci. So, for now, she'd assume Jane had told the truth about a new job somewhere here in Marseille and check things out for herself. After going down the list of streets a second time, she refolded the map and returned it to the pocket of her backpack. No Tessier, Lessier, or Messier. The nearest she'd found was Victor Tessier in what she assumed to be a residential area on the far eastern edge of the city. Although the name was close, it was too far away from the center of the city and the kind of expensive, upscale establishment where Jane was likely to be employed. She turned her attention to the guidebook. No Marion or Maritime, and while there were several places that started with an M, none were located on the street, that sounded even remotely like the name she'd been given. She finished her drink, dropped the bottle in the recycling container provided, and continued on down the steps. Wherever Jane was working in a city this size, it would take time to find her. In the meantime, Tony needed somewhere to stay. After passing several small bed-and-breakfast-type hotels, she chose the one she thought looked the nicest, went in, and asked for a room. The single room she was given was small and cramped with a view of an alley and the blank back wall of a taller building, but it had a comfortable bed with whiter-than-white lavender-scented sheets and a tiny shower. Price included a continental breakfast and was really all she needed. She'd give herself two days to find Jane. If she failed, she'd have to figure out some other way to spend her vacation. With a muttered curse, Tony flopped down on the bed, wishing she'd had more sense than to go along with one of Jane's spur-of-the-moment bright ideas. She'd known Jane since they were kids. Jane had always been impulsive, thinking up wonderful plans and schemes that sounded great, but rarely had a hope in hell of succeeding because Jane never bothered with details. And while Jane usually managed to make herself scarce when things went wrong, 
she invariably showed up again a short time later full of apologies. Despite everything, Tony decided there was an outside chance Jane had found herself a better job, and maybe the bad phone connection had been genuine. Trouble on the line was not exactly unheard of, so bad it had been impossible for Jane's former boss to understand more than the name of the city where Jane was now working. And just maybe if I go outside and look up at the sky, I'll see a bunch of pigs flying back and forth, laughing their heads off at my stupidity, Tony said with a frustrated groan as she pushed herself up and off the bed in one swift movement. Rather than getting into the complications of renting a car and spending more time concentrating on traffic than seeing the sights, when Jane had mentioned Europe's superlative train service, Tony had agreed it sounded like the best way to travel. Tony had always loved trains, and now she had a four-week rail pass tucked in the back pocket of her jeans. The first stop on their proposed...